0: Are you trash?
1: No. Oh my
0: god. <gasps> that no, is you're such not.
1: a rough way of like. Oh my god. Going into the word. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
2: god. Well, I
0: said no. I said you're not trash.
2: N- you said you're... no. So are you trash? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Oh my god. Okay, okay wait. Let's like do three a new seconds cut. Seconds
3: of like them questioning. I don't know. Yeah. Am let's, I? Let's I do a new are, cut. Am I? Oh my god. I never okay. thought about it, but you're <laughs> asking a question <laughs> now. Oh my god. You are not.
0: trash trash
3: there we go there you go good here we go good i like it you said it with a smirk
2: afterwards you were so pleased with yourself okay so today we are uh, we are talking about you are not trash have you ever felt like basically you are that you're just things are totally worth it worthless you have no fit anywhere things just aren't working and it just everything seems super discouraging Well, today we are going to be addressing in the word that, no, you're not trash to God. God has chosen right from the get-go. Take those three seconds of questioning that Buddy put you through, and (laughs) let's just get rid of those right now. No, you're not trash.
3: (laughs) Those (laughs) thoughts are trash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Toss now those out. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, you're not. God does not make mistakes. He also no. doesn't make second-rate people. There's yeah. no tiers of favoritism with him. You are God's design, and he yeah. loves you for yeah. who you are. And so today we're going to be talking about that in a variety of different ways. But make sure that you share the broadcast because there is just this thread of deception that people are not enough for God. You know, we just finished a week on righteousness and talking about how God has made us to be righteous, and there's this thread of just deception and lies and insecurities in the world that we're not enough to God, that we're not enough, period, that we need to be better than we are. We need to be better, and God is just desiring something other than us. And so it's this life of content, Continual striving to be something when God's like, you're enough right now. Just, yeah. just relax. Yeah. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about that.
0: Yeah. Um, so we last night uh, at youth we were doing like a and A kind of thing, and uh, one of the questions that that came up it, it was basically regarding insecurities and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And um, and the th- the question that that you know I brought up or that Holy Spirit brought up was, does God Make trash. You, know, oh, like, that's you know, I didn't know that. I, I don't I didn't say trash, but it fits, you know, like I said, does does God make mistakes? Yeah. You know, and but you know, saying it, it's pretty yeah. similar in concept. Yeah. Does yeah. God make uh trash? <clears throat> does God make mistakes? And the answer is you can put it in the comments, no. Yeah. God doesn't make mistakes, he doesn't make trash. Yeah. And did God make you? But yeah. your answer in the comments, yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn so, High. So if we take those two pieces that we know, you know, God doesn't make yeah. mistakes because He's God, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And God made me. Uh, then, am I a mistake? Am no. I trash? Yeah. Absolutely not. God doesn't make anyone who's trash. Yeah. He, he doesn't yeah. do that. You know, he—that's not who He is. But a lot of times, you know, people treat us like trash. Yeah. People, yeah. or we treat ourselves like trash. That's been my ditch. You yeah. know, is—is is I've beaten myself up a lot. But yeah. I. But what I've needed to do is. Get back into the Word. What, what, how does yeah. God see me? What does God say that yeah. I am? Yeah.
4: Because
0: uh, Bill Johnson said it this way. He said, if we get uh, more of our uh, input from mainstream media, I'll even add, um, from, from the people around us, from, from <laughs> family or from you know what, what people just say about us, if we get more input from, from those things than the Word of God, our yeah. discouragement is self-inflicted.
4: Yeah, right. And,
0: uh, and so we need to be willing to say, who, who does God say that? Yeah. You know, what does, yeah,
4: what
3: does the Lord say? Well, yeah, and not only does He not create you as trash and like, okay, like, okay, I'm not trash, but okay. <laughs> like, He has a purpose for everyone, no matter what you came from, yeah. no matter like what your life has looked like up till this point, whether you felt worthless or not, He has a specific purpose for you to carry out yeah. that he, he doesn't want anyone else to do, but you yeah. specific to you that you're, he's put in you the skills, the desires, everything in for you specifically to do. So not only did he not just create you at the, you know, the yeah. beginning of your life. Okay. I'm not yeah. trash, but you know, what am I doing here? He has something specific that he wants you to do. He has a purpose for your whole life. He has a purpose and he knows what that is. And it is perfect And it is the most joyful life he has planned out for you, a life of joy and love. And we're going to get more into this. But just right out out of the gate, that's important to know. Well, and there are some
2: verses that came up to me, and I'll read one and then kind of
3: share where I was
2: thinking in Ephesians one, it says one, five God predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will. And there's verse after verse on this in the word about how God has adopted us. And I remember that there's a verse in Romans where it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of adoption through which we can cry out, Abba, Father. Yeah. And pastor gave me that verse when I moved here just to meditate on. And I had no idea how important it was when he did. I'm like, oh, right. that's nice verse, Abba, Father. <laughs> but truly, I mean, all throughout the New Testament, you know, we are, we are adopted by God. Yeah. And you think through that process, like, you don't flippantly enter into an adoption. It's not like a puppy that you adopt, and you're like, eh, yeah. it's not working out, I'm, I'm going to give you back. Like, when you choose to adopt someone, it's yes. a forever placement sort of thing. Yeah. So last night, we were watching Fast and the Furious. Do you think that this is off topic? It's not. Um, but we're watching Fast and the Furious, and... <laughs> I know did you think that this could be holy just wait and for just sure wait. no.
1: <laughs> for sure certain scenes in that movie for sure no if after hearing this you're like you know what I want to go watch that don't you Probably know enough. certain scenes yeah. just fast forward <laughs> fast forward don't look fast so, like, we're watching and seriously, we're right. watching one of the
2: scenes in the movie and there's this character in there and he's kind of a butthead in the movie and the whole time he's doing <laughs> butthead type stuff I'm like I don't like you. You're a bad man, mister Vince. Vince. You're bad is it, is it, you just let
0: him know who the butthead. Is.
2: <laughs> they will know when they want to. They will know the immediately. It's not, yeah. not a question. It's not a, yeah. it's not a secret. Fast
1: yeah. and Furious Five. So <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's like this though in one. But yeah. so
2: anyway, we're watching and he's doing this horrible thing. And the premise is that there's this like little <laughs> gang of like race car family people. The end. And this one member does this bad stuff against all these other people. And I'm like, yeah. kick him out. Like he's he's yeah. a bad deal. And. Later, he ends up coming back and apologizing, like, doing something great. And I'm like, don't bring him back into the family. You got rid of him once. Keep him out of here. He's bad news. And they, Dom, the main character, Dom, just brings him back Sin. in. And, like, there's a part of me that's like, stink? No. He did a bad, shady thing yeah. in this movie. Get rid of Vince. But literally... The character of that is more of God. Like, Dom's character is more of God than my flesh was in that moment. Because <laughs> my flesh was like, no, get him out. No. Stay out. He did a bad deal. It's like my mom. But, like, truly, he had a revelation of family that yeah. most of the people yeah. in America don't because we've been so disposal-minded. Right. It's been this yeah. action-oriented thing of, well, you did good. Now you can see your part. Yeah. You did bad. See you later. Yeah. But God's version of family through righteousness is you're yeah. chosen. And when you choose me, you're in forever. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you've done. As yeah. long as you don't commit that unpardonable sin and you choose yeah. to intentionally taste of the goodness of God and then walk away, you're in forever. And you can't right. be excommunicated <clears throat> from God. Mm-hmm. It's in Romans. Oh, the heights, the depths. There is nothing that can separate you from his love. There's no thing. And yeah. that's, that's one of those things that when we truly yeah. get that with the Lord, that God's not just going to trash us. When we have failed him or when we've slipped up or we've done something wrong, but he is always for us, then we can just relax in him in a way that we haven't been able to before. Did you think that I could spin it around? The Lord did. But truly, like, it was a revelation of family, even in that moment where I'm like, ah, Vince. (laughs) bad guy the Lord's like would I do this with you when you've been Vince I'm like I don't want to be
1: Vince (laughs) I don't want to be (laughs) yeah honestly like even with analogies like this like the Lord the the, the Holy Spirit is very much a part of your life and he will use he will use anything to speak to you he'll use things that aren't necessarily, like, biblical examples just to talk to you about things. So even as you're watching movies or whatever, like, I've experienced him just kind of talking like that. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's so important to address that the way that your flesh operates is not how God operates. And, uh, like, have you ever just been like, man, man, that person's annoying. Like, I'd be okay to not live with them, Mm -hmm. like, have my life without them. That's yeah, the way your is flesh.
4: That why you're looking at me <laughs> <laughs> <You're just,
1: laughs> rude. As I said rude. it, like you looked at me like very intently and I was like I don't I don't mean you. Like uh no. Um not live with I just with like, have, have I ever been really annoying I, to you? Saw, oh,
2: my gosh. I
3: saw,
4: I saw
0: a meme that said um, like we all know that person that from the moment we first met them, we knew that we never wanted to see them again.
1: Yeah. Uh, you said that or, name. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. yeah. That's anyway. So ahead.
1: that is a part of your flesh, but yes. that's not a part your of spirit. your spirit. That's there not a go. part of God's spirit. God doesn't operate <laughs> you like that. You I wasn't accusing anybody here.
2: But so it's Rachel you're
1: talking about. Oh, but I know. I can't talk. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm sorry, this really is truth talk. I'm so sorry. It really so, it's just truth talk with buddy and, talking Um. About so, really though, like, God, God does not operate the way that our flesh has. Yeah. And, and I know for me, that's been an issue and something that righteousness has brought up. Yeah. Is yeah. like I can view myself as not righteous, yeah. but that's not how God views myself because yeah. that's just my flesh. Yeah. I can view myself as able to get disconnected from God, from people, and things. But the way that God does things, and we're growing. Like even if you, yeah. this is the thing. Even if you have been very disposal minded with people, very yeah. much like you know what, like I don't, I don't need nobody. Like even if that's one second ago, that was the way that you thought. Like, we're all, the point of this is we're all growing. Yeah. And we're recognizing that even if your flesh thinks that, that's not what your spirit is saying, and that's not what God is saying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, God is is a covenant God, Mm -hmm. and we as a society, I don't think, have fully understood that. Even if we've known, like, what a covenant is, I don't think we've fully understood the length that covenant will go to, and... We haven't operated that way. It's been very, you know, microwave. Okay, I'm using this. Okay, I'm done. I, am I, you know, am in a relationship with a person, friendship, you know, whatever, family, uh, they did me wrong, they're gone forever. They're dead Mm -hmm. to me. And that's kind of how society has been lately. And God's not that way. God is very covenant. And you can see it all throughout the Word. You know, He makes covenants with people like Abraham for instance, and he never breaks that. A a covenant is never broken, never. And he made a covenant with us. He wanted us in his family more than anything. And it was worth it to him for the price of Jesus, even if it was just for one person. And that's the thing that gets me like, okay, like, you know, he gave Jesus for everyone. But even if it was just for you, watching, even if he could only get you and his family, it would be worth it to him yeah. to give the price of his son. And that's that's what you're worth to God. You're worth the price of his son to him. That's how much you mean to him. And he's covenant. So you don't just mean that to him today and then, you know, you mess up tomorrow and it's, no, they don't mean that much to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. that's not how God is. That's not his character. That's not yeah. his nature. And if you're questioning, like, well, maybe it is his character and nature, the word, the word will prove yeah. that that's not his character in nature.
1: Honestly, even with, like, your flesh, like, being annoyed with people and stuff, I know that yeah. my flesh um. has been at times annoyed with people. What? So <laughs> I've expected other people to be annoyed with me. And then I've also expected God to be annoyed with me. And I'm yeah. filtering literally, in those moments, I filter literally everything through yeah. the perception of the flesh but as especially when you're in covenant with people, when you're in the Word, when you are growing and maturing, like God, like God's gonna place you with people who are there to be uh, iron sharpening iron. Yeah. When you're in the right circles, God's not just gonna set you in an atmosphere where just like it's just chaos. Like he, yeah. like when he placed me here, he placed me with people who were in many things much more mature than I was. Like, we were joking the other day about when I first moved here, I had a moment where I got, I was really rude to Barrett. And I remember instead of Barrett, like, reacting with her flesh back, she was, she operated in so much mercy and was just like, are you okay? Like, instead of being like, don't talk to me like that, she was legitimately like, are you okay? And... I I that was beyond where I was at that moment. Yeah. So I didn't expect that from her. I expected yeah. her to respond cuz I was responding in my flesh. I expected her to respond in her flesh. But the truth is God's going to put people in your life yeah. who are higher than you are and they're going to be they're going to have a grace, they're going to have a mercy. To, to love you, and you for can sure. expect that. You can yeah. expect love from God mm-hmm. and through other people. And yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. for sure.
2: And it's one of those things, like I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I've been this way, like when you're with people, as we're called to be, like for anybody who's like, I just I don't like people. Well, that's really not the <laughs> lifestyle of the word, and I'm really sorry. You're going <laughs> to have to come to terms with that at some point. But You're gonna be around people. Yeah.
0: All right. There's some scriptures that that are very pointed in that direction. No, 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 you're good.
2: It it truly a life of the Lord is a life with people. Like you're gonna be around people all the time when you are sold out for Him because our lives are designed to help disciple, help sharpen one another. Like it's that's who we're called to be. So we're gonna have to be around others, and that can feel intimidating at some points because there's again, these deceptions of nobody would like me for who I am, or I just, I, I don't get along with other people. So nobody else is going to get along with me. Like I'm just one of those loner types or whatever it is. There's this thought often that, we're just not enough in this moment. And the Lord, through worship yesterday, had me, like, as we were transitioning into the word, stop me and just had me, like, declare over the people, like, you're yeah. enough in God right now. And when you're with others, there's this temptation to present yourself differently. Like, yeah. especially when you're meeting somebody for the first time, it's like, yeah. I need to present myself as mature. I want you yeah. to know that I that I understand the Lord, that I'm a mature person, that I'm funny. Whatever yeah. it is that you want to be, there's that temptation to yeah. try to become it. Or there's that other <coughs> ditch of this is who I am and I'm just going to shove it in your face. And yeah. either way, there's there's this misconception that it's just not going to work. For whatever reason. So I have to be someone else or I have to have my guard up all the time and be defensive. And when we recognize, you know, in Ephesians 4, it's talking about every joint supplies that we are fitted together. You know, it... uh, If, verse 16, from mm-hmm. whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, yeah. causes the growth of the body for the building up of, up of itself in love. Yeah. And if I'm trying to be like Buddy, I'm not going to be able to supply the body with the anointing and the graces and the giftings that are in me. Right. But I'm not going to be able to relax in him until yeah. I understand I'm designed to be unique to myself. But I have yeah. a part. Mm. I'm a necessary part of the body of Christ. Yeah. There, I'm a part of the building block. Jesus was the cornerstone, but I think that wall too. Yeah. And if I'm trying to be Jesus, Jesus is not Jesus, but like if I'm trying to be pastor shape, in the wall, I'm not master yeah. I'm me. Yeah. So I'm trying to be someone else. I'm not going to fit. But when yeah. I just relax, I'm like, okay, Jesus, you're the master craftsman. Mm-hmm. Mold me, shape me, let me fit how you desire for me to fit. Then it works. Yeah, The structure is
3: upheld. Yeah. Well, whenever, you know, whenever we focus on other people, as okay I need to be more like them I need to be more like this person unless holy spirit's leading like hey like this is an area that you need to work on and this person's good at this um you know so kind of look at their example in this or something like that unless holy spirit is specifically leading and you know that you know and you've sought wise counsel and wise counsel says yes like you should look to this person as your example and stuff in this one area um that's unless holy spirit's bringing it up Specifically, that's the flesh. And that's never going to lead to triumph. It's never going to lead to growth. And it's, you know, people are a lot more smart than we've given them credit for. That's true. It's like, if, if you try <laughs> I'm being, <laughs>
2: broadcast with you airing your
3: feelings. I'm like being genuine. <laughs> like, I'm serious.
1: That's true. They're that's a lot more true. smart. They are. Smart. Like, it's, it's, I'm, yes. I'm going to stop talking.
3: <laughs> they, People are socially aware, and people know people. So if you're not being yourself, like, even if someone doesn't know you very well, like, even if they're just meeting you, they can they can most of the time tell that's not them. Yeah. That's you know, true. they can, if you're trying to put on a front, that's if true. you're trying to, you know, well, I just want to, I like how this person comes across, so I'm going to try to come across like this or whatever, or you know, scared that you won't come across, right, and people won't like you, people can tell that. People are smart. And so the best thing to do is just be who God's made you to be because if people don't like that, that's on them. You know, as long as you are following after God, you know, if he tells you, hey, correct this area of life, okay, correct this, head this direction, as long as you are, you know, open to Holy Spirit's leading, you be who he has created you to be. And if along that path you meet people and they judge you because of one thing or another, that's that judgment's on them. That's not on you. As long as you're open to Holy Spirit, that's that's not on you and that's not your fault. So, you know, I've been someone who's been like, okay, I've taken the verse of I want to be all things to all people. So I need every person to love me. <laughs> and I've taken that weight on myself. For like any time I meet somebody and all of that, okay, I need to, whatever they need, I need to become that person. So if they need a more boisterous person, I'm going to become that way. If they need a quiet person, I'm going to become that way. And I'm going to mold myself to whatever they need uh, and taking weight on that. And that's not what that verse means at all. Yeah. And that's not something that we can do. It's not healthy. And it doesn't lead to the best life. So what we truly need to do is just how. Be who God's made you to be. And, you know, that's, that, I, I don't know how to kind of wrap up that point. I've said it so many times. Well, and to, to piggyback on that, yes, be who God's
2: made you to be. But then there's also the pendulum that has been where I've been, where you are often a bull in a china shop, where it's just, yeah. You know, you've got there there's been enough of the world that's like rubbed you the wrong way and has hurt you and damaged you. So there's this perception of no, like no one's going to hurt me again. So I'm just I yeah. am who I am and I'm not going to change and you're either going to like me or you're not going to like me and yeah. tough cookies, you're going to be fine with it one way or another. And there that that thought can create this fear yeah. of allowing people to see weakness. Yeah. You know, so I need to put on a mask and let people see I'm really tough. I'm, yeah. a, you know, I'm I'm really smart or whatever yeah. it is. I'm actually really funny. It doesn't matter yeah. what the thing is. It's whatever that chip has been can be a separation. Yeah. And so instead of people getting to know you, they get to know this wall. Yeah, and right. That's who I was for years and years and years. I didn't want people to think I was stupid. You know, I'm a woman in ministry, so I didn't want men to think that I wasn't like capable of ministering the word of God. That I wasn't yeah. this like emotional basket case. That no, I'm I'm tough and I'm strong and I can minister from that perspective too. Men can receive from me, like because it's not the easiest in a logical way for a woman to do that just from religion. And then there's fear of whatever it was. Like I had so many different things that instead of being willing to allow the Lord to flow through me, Mm -hmm. I would force the Lord out in ways that I thought was appropriate. So in moments where like the presence of God would come upon me and like my the way I was responding was crying. I'd get frustrated that I was, I was telling somebody this this morning. I'd get frustrated that my reaction to the love of God was crying. Cause I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. People aren't going to take me seriously. Or when I would realize that I was wrong on something, I wouldn't want to tell people I was wrong because I would fear that they'd look down upon me for it. And, What that ended up doing was pushing people away. They couldn't receive from me because I kept them at arm (coughs) length out of fear of what happens when the mask comes off. And the reality of it was you can't minister with a mask on. You you can't do it. Nobody's going to receive from a fake person. And when I started to recognize my righteousness and get an understanding of it, I stopped caring. I was like, whatever. Like, Lord, if you want me to change I'll change. You want to correct me super publicly? Have at it. And it has happened. If you want it to be done on a broadcast, cool. Let Pakistan see. Like, it's fine. It, but it's allowed me to have a depth of, of family that I hadn't yeah. had before because I was willing to say I don't need to be fake. Yeah. I don't need to force it. It'll be Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, Brooklyn said, which you kind of answered it, but she said, "Love your transparency in this. How did you grow in this area?" So you said, "In your righteous."
2: Well, and yeah. I, I honestly, mine was. that th- We have a leadership training where its growth either happens through revelation or crisis. <laughs> mine came through crisis, so let today be revelation. <laughs> it was. It was really when George and I got married. I had all this crud that i didn't even know was there like what what i'm saying i was Mm -hmm. doing was not knowledgeable to me i was not intentionally thinking goodbye everyone else i'm gonna guard myself it was so natural to my flesh to do it i didn't know until i was married and then arguing every day crying all the time like it was bad and i didn't know why it was happening I'd literally have these moments. I Like, I had oppression that was there. I'd have these moments where it was like I blacked out almost. And, like, I'd get so angry that I could not comprehend how A turned into Z.
5: Like, I didn't know yeah. how we'd gotten
2: there. And it was all of this junk yeah. that had just been buried. and was bursting up like old faithful. And what had to happen was George and I sought out wise counsel from pastors and they saw me at rock bottom, like it was bad, like i I was so, so special and but they saw me, and they didn't quit, like I yeah. had to allow them yeah. to see me in order to fix yeah. like step one was I had to want help. Step yeah. two was I allowed them to help me, and then step three was I had to let them see me, yeah, so as we're going through this process, like they heard the worst parts of my flesh, they heard the worst parts of my thoughts like all of it they they got to see the cruddy stuff I was doing like the attitudes I have and they never ever stopped loving me the family didn't change like Mm -hmm. they poured into me they loved me the exact same way and when I got to the other side of it and the Lord like had removed that from me the oppression had broken the clouds moved I realized we just went through something and that didn't shift like that yeah. family stayed, and yeah. it allowed me, at the leading of the Lord, to do that with other people.
4: Yeah, like yeah.
2: these three right here. They're some of the people that are closest to me because I've allowed that. I trust yeah. them, and I'm not concerned about it. But it, ha- I had to go through that crisis, and that crisis led to revelation of. If I can have this level of unity with with these people, I can have it with others that I'm planted with and that I'm right. called to in the same right. way. Does that make sense? So,
0: so really, yeah. what one of the big things for you is you needed someone who could see what you couldn't see mm-hmm. to yeah. kind of put the finger on it, and okay. you had to open yourself up to, to be willing. And I'm saying this because you know I've been there. Like I'd be willing to be like I don't see that. Yeah. But I tr- But <laughs> you're. But like from and I'm speaking yeah. of pastors, right? Like pastor saying, hey, this is something that, that I see. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I honestly couldn't see it. But I had to open myself up to to receive that and to be like, all right, Lord, help me see it. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. Lord's helped me see it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great. Yeah. You, you know, it's actually there and it's, yeah. and I need to fix it, you know. But how would I ever fix it if I never knew it was there? Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's important for us to have those shepherds that that are looking and overseeing our lives, <clears throat> especially ones who operate in love which yeah. love yeah. keeps no record of wrongs. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, and this this is kind of what's kept coming to me is uh, I remember reading in one of Dr. Rodney's books about seeing Jesus as He really mm-hmm. is, and um and he mentioned in in that book, uh, you know, he brought up the phrase "What would Jesus do?" And uh, he's he says instead of bringing up that phrase, we should actually be asking "What did Jesus do?" Yeah.
4: yeah. And um
0: and c- because. And I've seen this even in myself. A lot of times, what would Jesus do is exactly what my flesh would do, right? Jesus would do what I think he would do. You know, yeah. like we, yeah. we'll ask the question, we'll just throw yeah. our own bias yeah. and our own feelings into the yeah. mix and say, Jesus. Well, if I'm angry right now, well, Jesus flipped the tables, and so that's yeah. what that's what <laughs> I should be doing. Blah, yeah. You know, lot, yeah. so like thinking, what would Jesus do? Usually, there's a bias in that yeah, because, like right. and you. Like, I could bring up a couple examples, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, but a lot of times what would Jesus do is is, yeah, is yeah. what would I do. And we yeah. shouldn't be asking that question. We should be looking at what did Jesus do? What did Jesus say? Yeah. And looking back at his life and, and what, you know, did you did hear you that?
2: Bring, I think that was bring. like a... Did the your
1: cord, cord knock? Cord uh, in yeah, it. that
0: was my cord. Okay, praise God. I thought the chair was about to collapse imminently, like any I'm second. I'm just kidding. I said
1: would you break,
0: but I was just kidding. Um, I knew it was nothing. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, in, in those situations, a lot of times, uh, again, going back to what yeah. would Jesus do? A lot of times, yeah. we think Jesus would do what I would do in this situation. Yeah. So if I've blown people off and then I mess up, oh no, now Jesus is going to blow me yeah. off. Yeah. Oh, oh, this person. Uh, you know, did something again for, like, the fifth time, yeah. like, like, to me, yeah. you know, oh, well, I, I would have blown them off at this point or, or you know, thrown them off to the side. So, oh, God, I just, like, I'm praying right now. You know, oh, God, I just messed up again. You yeah. know, he's not going to want anything to do with me right. now. Yeah. And, so, and so a lot of times we attribute, that's why we think we're trash because yeah. we've treated other people like trash for yeah. doing the thing that we're doing, you know, like yeah. that, that whole yeah. judgment you know teaching that we did if i'm judging people i'll find myself actually doing the exact same yeah. thing and so and so a lot of times we think that's the way god looks at us but what did jesus say right when peter said how many times should, should we forgive our neighbor yeah. and he said seven yeah. like he said up to seven times like that's a lot you know yeah. and she said no 70 times 7 you know yeah. and so like that reveals his character like yeah. like jesus like i can mess up whatever 70 times 7 is And, like, times. And more than that, he's making a principle. He wasn't saying, once you reach, like, 490, whatever the number is, like. You
2: can unforgive now. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I'm done with you. No, like, he's just making a principle. But, like, I, like, for, for example, three of the last four Sundays I made the same mistake pastor call Those like uh, yeah
2: right <laughs>
0: i made the same mistake and we're and, laughing
2: because all of us have done that yeah. yes
0: yeah and uh oh, and, and so
2: <laughs> yeah yes
0: and, and so i'm not talking about like last year there was three out of four cities i'm talking about like yesterday i was talking with pastor right making the same mistake again and i'm like "Well, this is like strike three you know like i'm fired and um and, like, I, I'm, like, beating myself <clears throat> up. I'm, like, I should have fixed this by now, you know? And, it, and it's been three weeks, but, you know, like, I'm, like, I should have fixed this by now. I should be able to, to you know, whatever. Yeah. And the pastor's just, like, looking at me and he's, saying, and he's just, like, you know, love, which keeps no record of wrongs. Yeah. So, if love keeps no record of wrong, you're not keeping up a number anyway of, yeah. of, of you Top know, oh, it's been 17. Yeah, yeah. That's not what love does, and yeah. God is love. So, um Honestly, like I quote that scripture all the time. Like anytime I'm bringing up something, some mistake that someone's made in the past, I need to ask myself: Am I keeping a record of wrongs?
4: Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: or am I just looking at, hey, this is something that we can fix? You know, but,
4: yeah.
0: um, but this is like the third time that I made the same mistake, and Pastor's saying, like, cause, obviously, cause I'm making the mistake, I'm hurting myself, you know. Yeah. And Pastor, Pastor's there, he's like, I'm not mad at you, and I'm like, I'm not upset with you, you know. He's like, I just I don't want you to hurt your, you know, to yeah. be hurt. I want you to be better. I'm like, Me too. <laughs> I was like I want to be better too. Yeah. But yeah. but you know, you, you I saw like his heart and the I I've made the same mistake three times over the last four Sundays. Yeah. Like 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 just throw me away. You know, like just 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 fire me, whatever. Like that's probably what I deserve in my flesh, you know. Like Did that's you what say I'm that thinking. Uh no I didn't say. Oh that.
2: I for sure said that to him. Oh really? I'm like just be done, like just kick me <laughs> off. He's hey, like, you're right. No Barrett, right. that's not. Is that you or is that the Lord? <laughs> I'm like, it's I don't know. I'm bad. But like,
0: but like I'm in the sure background of my hard. head though, I'm I'm like I'm like I just like this, like I would if he fired me, like it would for sure be justified in my head, you know. Yeah. But um, but that's not Pastor's heart. Yeah. Like he's so patient, and and and. Like it was in that that I could actually see the heart of God, you know, like um, through him of like God just wants us better. (laughs) You know, he wants us he wants us to grow and to and to be more like him. Like when you were saying, like, be who he's called you to be like, like that's like we're growing in that process. Like my my biggest issue had been I've been frustrated that I'm not at the level that I would like myself to be. And and because of that, I've treated myself as lesser or I've looked at myself as lesser when that's not yeah. how i need to operate when that's not what i need to do i need to look at you know have i grown am i am i trying am i am i working right. moving in the right direction you know right. and uh and as as i grow basically be who god called you to be is yeah. just grow in more in this you know grow in what 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 he said according to his word that we need yeah. to be and um and you know it's a process and the bible says don't despise small beginnings
4: yeah a lot of times yeah. i've
0: tr- i've looked at where i'm at and where i would like to be and i've been like well might as well just throw me throw me on the curb but that's yeah. not how god sees us no nope. he's he's a he, he loves us and he doesn't keep that record of wrong right. he loves us so he's not going to th- throw us aside you know um love Endures all things so like God's not mm-hmm. just gonna be like you. Oh, I'm done with you Like I've got I've had enough of you. That's not his heart. You yeah. know, yeah. it hopes all things, you know So it believes all things so God's believing the best for us He knows the plans he has for us to prosper us not to harm us to give us a future and I hope that's his heart for us Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. and so I, I shouldn't have that What would Jesus do in the aspect of what do yeah. I think he yeah. would do? But what did he do like mm-hmm. he didn't turn people away you know, Jesus didn't turn people away. He yeah. he embraced them. Jesus didn't say, "Oh, well, you messed up so much, you know, uh, so I'm not going to heal you this time." No, but if, if you come to him in faith, he'll heal. You know, yeah. like oh, you know, Peter, this is like the fifth time. Just shut your mouth. No, like Jesus showed mercy, like right. even to Peter. Like he addressed the like the demonic lie that said that Jesus had to pity himself. You know, get behind me, Satan. But but yeah. literally, Jesus was encouraging him, and Jesus yeah. was loving on him, like. Even after Peter denied Jesus three times, Jesus was crucified, you know, um, and, you know, and Peter is now in this, like, big old guilt fest, probably. Like, I can't imagine what that would be like, you know? Yeah, I gave yeah. my... Like, especially with the pride that Peter had. Like, I will never leave you. I, like, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to pull out my sword. And now now he's rejecting Jesus three times, you know? Yeah. He was Vince. Yeah. He was ah. Vince,
4: right?
0: <laughs> right? But... But then, when Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene, he said, "Go, go tell the disciples and Peter. Yeah, you know, he yeah. he specifically called Peter out. Let Peter know, you know, that I'm here. That's yeah. when that's when God's talk. And then, then Jesus has this beautiful discourse with Peter. Do, Peter, do you love me? Yeah.
2: You, you
0: yeah. You know, I love you. You know, like, do you love me? Like, he's just having this this. He's giving... The, the same amount yeah. of times that Peter denied Jesus, you know, he, he said, do you love me? Like yeah. those three times, yeah. you know, you just see the redemption in that. And there's there a bunch of different pieces of that. But like, like Jesus wasn't mad at him. Yeah. You know, like Jesus yeah. was like, so Peter, you messed up. <laughs> you know, you done messed up. No, he's, he's like, but let's just go back to where we were. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's yeah. his heart. He's not saying, oh, Peter, you messed up. So I'm going to, I'm going to replace you with a, with a different disciple. No, like uh, he's, he's a, he doesn't make trash, and he doesn't. Tr- he never treated anyone like
3: right, that. Right. Yeah. Well, this is where it goes back to the righteousness that we just yeah. talked on, where mm-hmm. God's love isn't based off of works. Yeah. His love for us isn't based off of what we do, yeah. and that's where, like, so many times where uh, we've <coughs> taken it, the flesh would like to take it, is well, you know, I love people based off of you know what they do. So when they <coughs> wrong me, you know, I don't love them anymore. Or, and that's how we've thought God operates as well. <coughs> he loves me because, you know, I read my Bible and because I go to church and all this stuff, make it based off of works. It's yeah. not based off of what we do for him, yeah. not based off of what we can give him. You know, he's the God of the universe. Anything that I could do, anything that I could give him, you know, isn't worth very much when he owns all of the universe, you know. Yeah. So obviously that doesn't make logical sense, you know. That's not very good business. It's not based off of what I can do for him or anything like that. He just loves me because I'm his child. That's it. And that's why he loves you. That's why he loves everyone is because we're just his children. And that doesn't change no matter what we do. So his love doesn't change no matter what we do. So just like with Peter, you know, no matter what he did, Jesus loved him the exact same. And if we base, you know, our righteousness or how much God loves us based off of our works or what we do, then yeah, we're going to run into problems, but that's not what it's based off of. We've got to know that his love is based off of, he just loves us. We're his children and that will never change. It's never going to go up. It's never going to go down. He loves us the most right now as he ever has, he ever will. And it's never going to change, and so we've got to stop thinking this based off of what we do or off of anything like that, and that will then in turn help us to love on others properly as well. It's not based off of what they do or anything like that
1: um so recently, like I shared on the broadcast last week how extremely important the our the word has been on righteousness and Honestly, this this may have happened to some of you, like it happened to me. But uh, a couple weeks ago, when we started on it, like my flesh was was getting kind of confused and um, frustrated uh, because the flesh is at war with the things of the spirit. So when you're really receiving breakthrough, a lot of times your flesh will get really loud, and it, your flesh is is not is very corrupt, so it wants to hold you back. So my flesh was getting very loud. Um, to hold me back from receiving that righteousness, and in that process, like just recently, like I, I have, I have a flesh, and just recently it got really, really loud, and it got really, really loud at pastors, and I, um, there's, like, there's a port, there's, I'm trying to explain this, like, we need their wise counsel. But we also need their love, like especially if you're called yeah. here at Boomerang, or if you're called at another ministry, like if you you know your mentors, people that God has connected you with, not just anybody, but if God has connected yeah. you, the, you know every joint supply is like like Barrett just read a minute ago, uh, like we're His hands and feet. He uses yeah. us to love people, so we have to be okay with God using people to love us. It's not just about our quiet time with the Lord. That's when I receive God's love. I need to receive God's love through Barrett, Abby, Buddy, Sammy, you guys. We all need to receive from each other because there's something powerful that happens when someone can see you at your most vulnerable state. They see you as you humble yourself. When you humble yourself, grace is given. And recently... Through crisis, not through uh, revelation, revelation. through crisis, I was at a very humbling, I I was kind of forced to humble myself, and I was able to see uh, God's love in a different way. Now, ideally, we want it through revelation, and that's why we're sharing it today, so that you don't have to do the stupid things that I've done. You don't have to be a... You know, just not smart like I've done. We there's a panel. (laughs) So, like, to 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 help of okay bypass this one section of the stupid things and um there you need it's okay to to need need God through people like you you need that like you're the body of Christ and just to be honest like recently. What really meant a lot to me was pastors seeing me at a not great place and being like, I believe in you. Like, uh-huh. but if we don't humble ourselves and make ourselves vulnerable, we know, okay, there's a part of me, not with everybody, uh-huh. with specific people that God has placed you with. Like, okay. I'm not talking, I'm talking about like especially leadership to be like. To to go to them for help, them to see your flaws, mm-hmm. and say I believe in you. But if we have walls up and we're hiding, yeah, then it's that 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 humility isn't given, that grace isn't given. But through crisis, I've gotten through these to these places, yeah. and I'm yeah. telling you from experience, like when they say I I see all of this and I yeah. still believe in you, yeah, like that. There's something so beautiful and powerful in that and that's for yeah. everybody it's not just for girls that's not it's not just for women it's for men everybody and pastor has said this yeah everybody just needs somebody to say i believe in yeah, you for sure and yeah. that's not that's not a bad thing that's how god designed the body of christ we all yeah. need
0: somebody to lean on <laughs>
1: I knew you were gonna say
2: it. Like, I knew in my nowhere that you were going to say
0: it. So you're saying it was the Holy Spirit.
2: That's not what mm. I'm saying. I think well, that's, it could have oh, been oh, like. And Holy you came up and always knew that it, You were going to say it as soon mm-hmm. as I saw your eyes. I was like, mm. it was like a warning. Yeah.
0: I was like, dude, do Well, well, I was gonna say, and you you kind of brought it up. You know, this isn't just for women. This is for men too. Yeah. You know, like we're talking about, you know, receiving love. We're not trash. You know you know having a strong identity and stuff like that and uh, honestly i would say men are worse at that than women um, you know and i can say that cuz i'm say a man that. you know <laughs> um be, well because we have this big bravado like manly thing where um where if if i show any sense that i need help then mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a terrible man mm-hmm. and that's not manly at all that's mm-hmm. actually like re- reading the word, what, what a man is, a man, yeah, we're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be courageous. Uh, we're, you know, the, the patch that comes to me, uh, whenever I look at what the definition of a man is, it's in first Corinthians where Paul says, um, he says, he says, uh, be on the alert, you know, be watchful. He says, yeah. stand firm in the faith, act like men. And, yeah. and so how do I act like men? Let all that you do be done in love that's that's really the definition of what it means to act like a man. Let all that you do be done in love and yeah. and um yeah. and so I have to be as Paul said, who was a man, rooted and established in love, yeah. and you know that doesn't sound very manly, you know it doesn't sound very strong and masculine to to reach out and be like, I don't know what to do in this situation. But that's actually one of the manliest things that you can do. Yeah. We need people. We, right. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Now, yeah. I know that, that you know that, that's yeah. like all inclusive. But, but we need to be in contact with, with yeah. other people. We need, because iron cannot sharpen iron when we're in our own little worlds and just trying to, you know, I'm just going to figure this out on my own. Yeah. I'm just going to deal with this on my own because I'm a man and I can, you know, and I don't need help. No, there's no sharpening there. And so we're just going to be dull and we're going to be causing a lot more damage than actually slicing through the things that we need to do. We need that sharpening. We, are you enjoying this? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, which means essentially we need friction. Mm -hmm. You know, we need someone to say, hey, you're missing it in this area. And we need to be humble enough, not in prideful manhood, you know, of just, you know, "Oh, oh, well, you know, you can't. Like I'm a man, and I don't need you know you to tell me. No, I need yeah. I need as a man, I need someone to tell me when I'm missing it, and that yeah. and that'll cause some friction right. on my flesh. You know, my flesh mm-hmm. won't like to hear that you're missing it. You know, but I need to humble myself to the point where I actually admit, no, I need help. You know, yeah. I need yeah. someone to lean on. You know, <laughs> who that was written by a man, <coughs> right? You know, lean on. Lean. That was a man. Anyway. But, but are, are you getting the, like, the, the, yeah. the point still remains that, that um, if I am to be a man, everything that I do needs to be done in love. And yeah. what is love? What does it mean to do something in love? I, I need to do it God's way.
4: Yeah, right.
0: How did God say that I should do this? You know, this is, Jesus said, this is, this is love to obey my command, to yeah. do what I said you need to do, which yeah. is, I need fellowship. I need, um, I need. You know to sharpen. I need because I cannot sharpen whenever I'm trying to just figure it out on my yeah. own. Um yeah. and, oh, and and
2: to clarify the reason <coughs> I was smiling and Buddy's like you're enjoying this is because I I believed I knew from Holy Spirit that you'd have something for mm. the men. So it's not yeah. a ah, men are getting corrected. Ah. Yeah. no, it's like I'm mm-hmm. excited that the yeah. Lord has something specifically because that's yeah. yeah. Hi Rachel, I love you. Rachel, right, oh, yeah. just got here.
0: Hey. <laughs> Anyway. Brooklyn said, "What is the?"
2: That's where I was. That's that's a hundred percent where I was. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Well, and when when you were talking earlier after Brooklyn asked like how to how to kind of walk some of this stuff out, one of the things that had come up to me and you touched on it and and you just elaborated on it. We we're not designed to do things alone. Like we need yeah. other people in order to. Do what we're called to do. And if we're just fearful of people or prideful and think that we don't need people, we'll mm-hmm. never accomplish anything that we're mm-hmm. called to do. Because what does the enemy like to do? You know, think just strategically in the animal kingdom. How does a predator get its prey? It isolates it, it gets yeah. it by itself. Well, the Mm -hmm. enemy works the same way with us. He tries to get us by Mm -hmm. ourselves. We can even be surrounded with other people, but if we're not engaged in receiving from the other people, we can still be by ourselves in our own mind, Mm -hmm. surrounded by other people. We're not receiving from them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Go to an airport, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're around a lot of people, but you're in your own little world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like so it's not just you know oh I'm around a lot of people so so I'm I'm having fellowship. Not necessarily true.
2: Yeah. Well, and the Lord knows that. That's why. That's why when you look at the very beginning of how the church was created, yeah. they were together all the time. Because right. by God's design, yeah. God doesn't want us picked off one by one. Yeah. He knows that in the cluster, in the company, in yeah. the body, there's a strength that comes around. Because if yeah. I see, like, if Marky sees me with just crud on me, she's not going to yeah. just be like, "Oh, well, Barrett looks like she's having a real crappy day today." Bye, Barrett. See ya. No, she's going to come over, and she's either gonna to ask me how I'm doing or just pour into me because she loves me like yeah, when you're yeah. truly in a family you're not just gonna watch a family member suffer and say ah good for you suffer and then later I'll come help you like you, you just sit yeah. there a while
1: that's yeah. not how God works yeah and what just came up to me is it's not right to judge people based off of the actions of other people sure So if you've been around people where we've all, we're on planet Earth. We have experienced people who not just have a flesh, but are living by their flesh, who are deceived, who may not realize what they're doing. They have done it wrongly. But that does not mean that we need to judge, especially the people God's placed in our lives, because other people have done it wrong. Like that, those walls need to come off because it's keeping us from love from each other and also the father's love through each other to us yeah. which we need.
2: Well, right. And one thing that I like you you touched on this and I'm I'm not at all contradicting what you said it's accurate. But I have taken what Marky was talking about like you know go to leadership with issues. I've taken that to a fault where like if I was having a bad day or something had come up or whatever, I would only talk to Pastor Brian, Pastor Nicole, or George in yeah. the end. Like, yeah. the end. And everyone know. else would be like, see ya. Yeah. And I remember, again, the Lord uses Abby. Go, Abby. Um. But the Lord will use Abby in my life to sharpen me in ways that have caused friction. What? <laughs> yes. so not, not me. No, no, no. no, Just me. Just, just me. you. Huh? Um, but, oh, whoa, now. whoa, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa.
2: Like, I can remember about a year and a half ago, maybe, it was, like, I'd been working on this, but Abby, by her own self-admission, who loves people and wants to be loved by all of the people, would see that there are different things going on with me, and then would, I don't know if she's ever told me this, I just knew, she would get frustrated with me because I wasn't talking to her about stuff going on. And then <laughs> it would frustrate <laughs> me. I'm like, I don't need to talk to you, Abby. I need to talk to Pastor Brian right now. And it, like, created all of this, like, tension, whatever. And I realized, like, I was talking to the Lord one day and just seeking wise counsel on on, like, what to do. And... Honestly, what the Lord brought me to is it's not that you share every single problem with everybody around you, but there's a supply that comes from other people. And so when I just stopped worrying, it it really just comes down so much to fear of fear. I'm not using God's chain correctly. Like I have leadership. Mm -hmm. I can only talk to leadership. God does not want you to be so tense all the time. He wants you unwound. Like, he just wants you to just relax yeah. and rest and get out of our stinking heads. Like, it's okay if we make a mistake. It's okay if we overshare once. Right. Like, it's it's okay if it happens. The Lord's fine. <laughs> and so there's one day where I'm like, okay, yeah. you know what, Abby? I've just, I've had some stuff that's come up, and it's been opportunistic. And I've been really frustrated with X, Y, Z. And... This is where I'm at, and there you go. I felt like it was weakness sharing that with somebody. with th- That wasn't my, like, superior in that way. But what yeah. I found was there was a grace through a yeah. family.
4: Yeah.
2: Not just the pastors, not just the spiritual parents, but a family. Yeah. And when yeah. I recognized that, it was, oh, yeah. duh, I preach this. Like, like duh, that's how yeah. it works. And it's yeah. it stopped being so tense of, I can't talk. To people yeah I can only talk to my leaders and what happens yeah. if I can't get to my leader and I don't... just relax yeah more yeah. than anything like if, if there's like one thing that I could encourage you just don't hit your knee like buddy just relax in the things of God and yeah. it'll be okay <laughs> yeah
0: and like this is like a small point but you kind of shared something that would be good because I feel like some people would be like well I don't want to make a bad confession if I'm bringing something up yeah, uh, to someone that you are. And um, not and... making a
2: bad confession, that you're elaborating.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause because what you said was great. You know, like yeah. and what, what Pastoral because like I don't want to be like, oh well, I'm having all these issues and and like this sick I have this sick, you know, like a lot of people are like, I don't mm-hmm. know how to bring it up without confessing all these issues mm-hmm. like over right. myself. And um what you what you said was great. You know, I there there have been some opportunities, you know, which uh according to our leadership you know, thing is issues and problems are just opportunities. But w- yeah. what does that mean? Basically, there's things coming up that I'm overcoming. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I might need some help to it's overcome this. I yeah. might need some guidance, you know. So there have been opportunities that have come up. If it's just like a situation or a issue yeah. or a person, you know. No, it's an opportunity that, that's r- risen up. Or yeah. Or if, like, I, like, I'm dealing with, or or if I had been dealing with, like, a pain. You heard what I literally just said, you know, like, like, my body's hurting or I'm not feeling good. You know, you, you don't want to be like, I'm not feeling good. You don't want to be like, uh, th- I have the sickness. But what you can say is, I had been having symptoms. We usually push it in the past because we're not confessing it over our now and our future. But these symptoms had been trying to attack. Yeah. But I'm believing right. that, they're, that they're going away. You know, like there are ways, usually bringing it into a past tense thing, yeah. like these are things that had been happening or these opportunities had, had been, you know, coming up we're not confessing it over now and we're believing that it that we're overcoming those things yeah. uh, but but there are times when we need to say hey i need someone to come into agreement with me yeah. like yeah. these opportunities ha- had been come up and i re- and i and i'm not believing for them to stay can you come into agreement yeah. with me can yeah. you can you pray with me or pray for yeah. me you know there are ways to bring those up without confessing death well everything's yeah. just terrible you know or or yeah. and and, and Sometimes we don't want to be the person who's always having issues, you know, but, but it's good for, but honestly, if we continue to reach out, we will. Those
2: issues should dissipate.
0: Yeah, they'll dissipate. You know, the more we reach out the more we gain help and the more we have people coming alongside of those things should dissipate. Now, if you're watching here like, well, it doesn't seem like they're dissipating. Well, just reach out, you know, like, like let that, because, because that sharpening, what's the purpose of the sharpening? As we're sharpening ourselves, now we're becoming more and more equipped that when those things come up, we can slice them out a lot quicker. And it goes back to like the don't despise the small beginnings aspect of it. You know, we're growing and we and as time goes on, if we continue to give ourselves to these things, yeah, we'll be able to handle yeah. these things quicker and quicker and quicker. And you're right. like, Well, I've been dealing with this for like a week now, it should be gone by now. Well, just surround yeah. yourself with people. You're gonna grow, you're gonna get better, it's yeah. gonna it's going to get better. Yeah. That's what Pastor says all the time. It's gonna work out. You know, it'll be it'll be good. Um so don't get frustrated with, well, I don't wanna bother people with all my right. my stuff. No, no. Yeah. I've been, ha- these things have tried to come against me. I-, I just want someone to agree with me. Yeah. And just being willing to do that, like, will help.
2: Well, and Buddy did something awesome today. I'm not going to, I'll let you share however mm-hmm. much of that you want to. But Buddy did something phenomenal today in allowing just family to help. Not with something yeah. that he couldn't do on his own, but yeah. just, you know what? There's a strength that comes with people. And... Mm-hmm. It's not as whatever aspect of it you share, great. You've ever
0: heard of the emotional okay, intelligence all book? The way in. Yeah, it,
2: uh, <laughs> it's
0: a very challenging thing, and it uh, shows me many opportunities for growth. I and mean, so I was asking for help. Yeah, well, he he just asked
2: like if we like if we saw him doing an action, like a specific thing. He's like, I yeah. want you guys to help yeah. hold me accountable mm-hmm. to break this habit. Basically, yeah. is yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. That could have just been something that was he and pastor. That could have just been something that was he and Holy Spirit. But instead of just relying there, he entrusted to people that he's with a lot who see things not better, not worse, but just differently (coughs) than he does. Who can, who can help expedite that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's ultimately what the word does. You know, that's why family mm-hmm. is important because one can put a 1,000 to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. Mm-hmm. When you have mm-hmm. other people with you, you get the job done quicker. Like, yeah. it's not that you can't accomplish mm-hmm. a task by yourself, yeah. but you're called to... Yeah be fruitful and multiply that fruitfulness. So Buddy's going to be fruitful as he pairs up with Holy Spirit anyway. But now that he has allowed the Holy Spirit and other people to then help him accomplish his task, that thing's as good as done. Like, it's as good as done. It's as good as changed. The habit's not going to take anything to Mm. retrain. It's going to be so easy because he's allowing the grace of God to flow through other people. It was phenomenal. But you know what he's Mm. also not doing? Hyper like crazy about it in his head. Like, it's not like I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. No, he's just, he's relaxing in it. It'll be okay. Yeah. It's, I've done this for years up to this point. Nothing's broken. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And we're going to, the Lord and I are going to work it out together. That's what I mean by, like, not, like, crazy oversharing, like, not beating yourself up if you say a word wrong. Like, even in what Buddy just said, phenomenal. Implement it. But even if, like, you were to mess that up and, oh, no, what's the word Buddy said to say instead of problems? (laughs) I can't say problems. Just relax with God. Yeah. He's yeah. looking for every spiritual yeah. loophole to get his goodness to you. Yeah. You think he can't work with with you on your language? He's yeah. He's looking for ways to bless you yeah. and ways right. to make it easy for right. you. He's your helper. Yeah. He's your teacher. He's your yeah. guide. He's your blesser. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's yeah. looking for ways to do that. Yeah. He's not your cursor. Yeah. He's your blesser. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. wants to do his job for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Merciful. Yeah. You know, like. He'd much rather you come to him with the wrong terminology, for sure. Than avoid him right. because you're afraid of coming to him with the wrong
2: terminology. Absolutely, and that
0: should be for the same sure. thing with all with us, with the people around yeah. you, with your pastors. You know, like the, much rather you come to them wrong, like like saying the wrong things, than yeah. than no, I just don't want to make a, a, I don't want to look foolish because that's pride. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to show them, you know, that that I have things that I'm working on. That's pride. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I'd much... Like, this is the illustration that came to my mind. Um, but I would... Much, like, I would... It's basically, like, there's two kinds of people. Like, if you have a booger in your nose... like I knew it. You knew I was going to go with the booger? I
2: Like, I knew it was going to be
0: something Well, bodily. you saw, you saw my
2: smart... So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, But there's two kinds of people. There's the people that... If you gotta... Like, if, if I were to see someone with a booger in their nose... Like, I gotta yeah. ask myself, would I tell them? Or would I not? And it really depends on the person. Like... <laughs>
2: Rachel Wright Please is in the room right now. And that's no. when
0: Rachel started laughing. Well,
2: She's been here. So but yeah. like
0: boogers. <laughs> um, but but I, want, I actually, I want to be the kind of person where if I had a booger in my nose, I would want people to tell me. But I
2: can actually... You're not someone who would want people to tell you right now?
0: My flesh... No, uh, yes, I would, I would. Like, there's, like, that battle of, like, I don't want to be embarrassed, and I don't want, like, people to, like, see my flaws, and, you know, um, I don't know why I said it that way. But, um, I just
2: got Rachel to snort again.
0: But uh, <laughs> but, how am I going to deal with it if no one tells me? Yeah. Or if I, yeah. if I, like, function myself or, like, stature myself in a way where, like, I don't want people to, like, I'd rather you just not tell me. You know, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, we... Like, I know this is a silly example, but like talking about habits, talking about um, opening myself up to people like hey, like, like, mm-hmm. like I did. Like, hey, yeah. this is a habit that I've done that I need to fix. And that and, was phenomenal. Yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and I would, and like, but here's the thing. How would I, if I'm doing something that I've done habitually, I don't always recognize that I'm doing it. You know, yeah. it's like the booger in my nose. I don't recognize and I don't see that there's a booger in my nose. Until someone brings it up and says, "Hey, hey, you got you got a little something, right?" Miss um,
2: Sherry's cat says that sh- uh, he would tell them. <laughs> I oh. love you, Miss Sherry.
0: Good job, Stanley. Um,
1: <laughs> I love you, Miss Sherry. Uh,
0: but but taking it to like a habitual thing, yeah. you know, or, or I like I need right. people,
2: yeah,
0: or a pastor, you know, who can see what I can't see.
2: For sure, you know, I need yeah. a word
0: of God that can help me see what I can't see. That's why the Bible says. Like James writes it, you know, the word of God is like a mirror. If I come to a mirror yeah. and I and I can see the things that I need to fix, but mm-hmm. then I go away and, as James says, and forget what what I see, like what benefit is that to me? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I need to surround myself w- with people who who will help me see the word, who will help me grow yeah. in the word, who will help me be who God's called me to be. Yeah. And I need to humble myself to be able to to have people help me with that. Yeah. Um. Yes. See Deb says I would tell you if there was a booker. Thank you, sure would. appreciate that's it. That's the truth. Um, anyway, uh, but, but I need I need people now. Now here's the thing: I'm not gonna say anyone correct me anytime I do something wrong because that can actually right. be uh, very Definitely. counterproductive. Um, like you would if never you get
2: anything to, like someone that's would, true, someone would always find fault yeah. because they would think that some, mm. someone somewhere yeah. would be like, oh, you're wearing a black hat today. Mm. Shouldn't be black. Wrong.
0: Well, because well, honestly, someone can hear this and be like, well, I'm going to go around and correct everything that I ever see people do and think that I'm being biblical. That's don't, not being don't biblical. Don't do that. No. I, again, no. going back to the iron sharpens iron. This is something Greg. Holy Spirit. Uh, Greg said I probably wouldn't notice. Greg. Uh, okay. If Greg is like... Two and a half feet taller than me, so he wouldn't see it if there was one. Right. <laughs> Did you guys not get the joke? No.
3: It took me yeah. a few seconds. <laughs>
0: That's actually great. a great one, Greg.
3: Shade.
0: That was actually really good. I enjoy that. Okay, but, but so very important weird. biblical principle. <laughs> very very important biblical principle that I'm bringing to you guys right now. And everyone's laughing in the comments. All right. Iron sharpens iron. So if I, if yeah. I have a pocket knife and I need to sharpen it, I need to yeah. shar- sharpen it on, on the stone. Uh, what I what what I would do is I would put oil on that stone, right? Yeah. Oil is is necessary, or else I'll chip the blade. Or yeah. I'll break the braid, blade. 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 I didn't know this. Yeah, oil is important when you're sharpening something, or else it can to keep it smooth and to keep it functioning. So, when that sharpening is happening, it needs to be led by the Holy Ghost right? The Holy Ghost has to be a part of it. If that's the, really if the Lord's not leading me yeah. to correct this, I shouldn't be correcting it. True.
1: Yeah. If the
0: Lord's if yes. the, if the the Lord is that's not really in really it, good. it shouldn't be happening, right? Yeah. I know, right? It's all Holy <laughs> Spirit. Um, But the the Holy Ghost has to be involved or else yeah. it can actually cause yeah. more damage yeah. than, than if yeah, I'm just going right. through and just trying to pl- force a correction and force, mm-hmm. force a growth on someone. It can actually uh, cause breaking. It can cause fracturing that we don't want. So the Holy Ghost has to be in it. So I'm not going to go around correcting everything. But I I do. There are people in my life that I need to open myself up to because I can go to that ditch where I'm just like, no, I don't want anyone to to point out my flaws. I don't want anyone to see things. So I'll put up this wall and pretend like everything's fine. Eh, But everything's (laughs) not fine. You know? Um, Yeah because that's counterproductive yeah. and I'm not allowing the Holy Ghost to do what the Holy Ghost needs to do. Right. Yeah. So, I can go on both ditches, but ultimately it boils down to what's the Holy Ghost leading? Uh, what's the Holy Ghost doing? I need to open yeah. myself up to whatever the Holy Ghost wants to point up, point out at that moment. And if someone's doing it wrong, I still need and if someone's like trying to correct me outside of the Holy Ghost, I still need to open myself up and see. "Okay, Holy Ghost, I'm going to let your oil come into this situation and and show me where I could be missing it, and teach me and and help me. But yeah. um, but ultimately, the Holy Ghost has to be in all of it. Yeah. Uh, Holy Ghost, what what are you leading in this moment? Show me, help me to see this, help yeah. me to understand this. Yeah. And the Holy Ghost will, yeah. will 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 do what the Holy Ghost does. Help.
1: Amen. It's funny because um, something that's really, really good. something that's good yeah, to Ghost. just kind of know and remind ourselves is um, like like what you're kind of saying like. People are, especially certain people that are really close to you, like, they're going to see your flaws. And I think it so often, like, I've wanted to be, like, that little kid that's, like, playing them, right?
0: the what? You said they're going to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they what? what? No, it's there's not an option. They're going to see yeah. them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not like I can hide
1: it
2: long There's enough for so people. So much I thought the got bigger,
1: They're going to. I ah. thought you were making a joke. No, I joke. I don't get like, it. It's an important point. Well, like it reminds me of like a little kid that's playing hide and seek. <laughs> like you ever see a kid, and they think as long as their eyes are covered and they can't mm-hmm. see you, that you can't yeah. see them. But that we, it's it's very humbling to know people can see these things. Like they, and that's that's okay. Like they they. Yeah. So if, if people around me are, like, you guys know I'm not perfect. You guys have seen my flaws. I can't, like, I can't pretend that that's not true. So I need to, like, you're talking about, just relax in it. Like, okay, yeah. face reality. People can see that you're, yeah. you have a flesh. And the reality is yeah. people still love me. People yeah, still right. love you. They right. can see that stuff. So we don't need to pretend that we're perfect. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to pretend that we don't have a flesh. We don't need yeah. to be that little kid that's like, if I can't see you, you can't see me. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. see a whole lot of my flesh. Mm-hmm. You see different times where I've done the same thing over and over and over again. But the thing is, is when you're connected to the right people, there's a supply yeah. there of yeah. mercy and grace. Yeah. And there's through God, a supernatural supply to hold you together. And even yeah. if people mess it, even if, you know, if someone doesn't give me mercy and I, they don't, you know, we sometimes we just have to face reality. Like, just be real. Like, we yeah. all see each other's flaws to some extent. And wasn't it who? Someone else was saying that earlier. I don't remember who it was. We're talking about that, but like, it, it's it's amazing to me through crisis how much they've seen my flaws. Like Abby and Eo. Like I live with them. Like. They've seen me they've seen me be corrected. They've seen me have moments where I was needing to be corrected harshly. And literally minutes later they're like they're like cracking a joke with me. And I'm like honestly, it's it's like blown my mind. I'm like you guys aren't mad at me? Like you just saw me be like an yeah. idiot and you're not mad at me? And that's God. That's how God is. And when we can see yeah. that through people, it helps you to know. That's how God sees us. Like, he's not... Even if we do something stupid in one second, when we repent the next second, it's gone. Like, he's totally happy with us. He's totally pleased with us. And that, that happens with people,
3: too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to promise that people are never going to mess up. And, like, but so... In, <laughs> I'm not... In what I'm about to say, am I, I'm not saying... Uh, these people are never going to mess up, but as you are obedient to Holy <laughs> Spirit and where he leads you he's going to connect you to holy Spirit people he's going to connect you to a family in him that are there to strengthen you you're there to strengthen them um, you know because that that's important to God and In that, that's where we say, you know, not everybody, you're not supposed to bring, like, your problems just to everybody. You know, you meet at Walmart, but he is. Don't do that. People won't talk to you a lot at Walmart then. (laughs) Please don't. Please don't. But he is going to, as we're obedient to him, he is going to bring a family. And they are there to strengthen you. They are there to support you. And you're there to support them and strengthen them. And, like, just with buddies. You know, analogy, um, you know, as Holy Spirit led, that is the family to support you. That is the family to strengthen you. And as we do that, we're helping, as we open ourselves up and allow ourselves to be strengthened, allow ourselves to be supported, we're allowing them to be who God called them to be. So to deny them of that is to deny them of a part of what God's called them to do. And so mm-hmm. I know there's been times where I haven't opened up to people and cuz like I've just been well, I don't want them to deal with this to my specific family that Holy Spirit's given me mm-hmm. and whether blood or not blood who he's given yes. me and I've been denying them of the ability to support me and to mm-hmm. strengthen me and that's what God's called them to do. that's what he's called all of us to do not to say we're never going to miss it and we might never respond in the wrong way or not we may at times because we all still have a flesh but we're called to do this and as we do this like for instance as we're talking about you know buddy's example of this morning of bringing up like being vulnerable and like bringing things up Like, even though that was a vulnerability of, like, hey, I've done this wrong in the past, that honestly, like, just because we are, like, that family, like, just using this as an example, Mm -hmm. since we already have, that helped me trust Buddy completely so much more than I have in the past. I didn't, like, you wouldn't think, okay, like, pointing out a flaw would help, but because he (laughs) proved that he trusted us enough with something that was a big deal to him, that helped me trust him more and helped me like yeah. to step into a place that you know I'm called to be in a supporting part of your life if that makes sense yeah yeah um, we we're, we're, it's it's so much more than just us when we yeah. how we uh, you know think mm-hmm. that well I'm just going to stay to myself and that's just going to affect me it doesn't it doesn't just affect you it affects everyone because you've got a family called to you mm-hmm. And so if you think it's just going to affect you, that's a lie. It's, it's not the truth. And hear me out. If you think that what you do to yourself or, you know, pulling yourself away from others, isolating yourself is just affecting you, that's a lie. And you're lying to yourself. It's, it's not the truth. You've got a family who God has for you, whether you know all of them yet or not. He has a family that he will bring to you. And... You know, they're called to you and you're called to them.
0: I was just going to say it will also affect your witness. If I'm reserved, like, people won't fully be able to hear what I have to say.
5: Yeah.
0: You know, and uh, if I'm, like, stoic and, you know, and, and all those things, it like, People will know that we're holding something back and we're hiding something, right. and subconsciously, whether they recognize it or not, they'll be like, "I, I can't trust that person." Yeah, yeah, because they yeah. yeah. like are they are holding something <laughs> back. Like you said, people—people are smart. Yeah, um, yeah. But but yeah. Here, here's the thing: How much more would our witness grow and our effectiveness—effectiveness—grow? Yeah. You know, like it, just in the things of the kingdom. How much more would we be like Christ? You know, um, if we do. If we implement these things you know because th- this yeah. is where growth skyrockets you know yeah. like yeah. The th- oh, for for some of us, this could be the very thing that's been holding us back from breaking right. through yeah. you know from breaking through into the things that God has for us you yeah. know like i I need to open myself up I need to you know the, you know and the Bible says, you know confess your your faults and your sins with one another you know mm. and, and there's like forgiveness there's breakthrough there's yeah. there's things that happen when we're when we're willing to to, to let God's system yeah. play its part yeah. in our lives. Cause yeah. it's not just like a, it's not just like a, well, you know, you know, yeah, we need to be family and we need to be connected. No, this is yeah. God's way, you know, yeah. this is the, and and so when I, when I give myself to God's way and to God's system, man, it's gonna break me through some things, yeah, you know, that's yeah. gonna take me to new levels because now, cause the Bible, cause that, it requires humility and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, I want to encourage you guys watching today. Like, like as you give yourself to the things that we've been talking about, as you as you you know meditate on, on these scriptures, as you meditate on these things, and, and give yourself to them, man, mm-hmm. that could be the very thing that that you've been wondering. Why yeah. do I keep reaching a ceiling? That yeah. could be. This could be the very thing that'll break you through. Yeah. And so yeah. we want to encourage you, man. Don't grow weary. And while doing, don't don't despise where you're at. For just sure. just give yourself to the Lord and say, Holy Ghost, what's the next step? Holy Ghost, what do you want me to do? Holy Ghost, yeah. what's wh- wh- where can I grow? How can I grow in this? And he'll and he'll help. He'll give you wisdom, yeah. and, and he'll be, why because he wants you to go through. He wants you to overcome. He wants you to be victorious in everything yeah. that you put yeah. your hands to do. And, and, and this is one of those ways that if I do it your way, I know that, that you'll help me break through.
2: Yeah. yeah, and I'm not trying to belabor this at all. Like, we can wrap when mm-hmm. this is done. We can wrap. Um, we can. <laughs> <we're ready. laughs> yeah. But the verse that came up to me as you were talking, 2 Corinthians 5 It says, therefore, from now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him in this way no longer. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if Mm -hmm. anyone's in Christ, Mm -hmm. he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, new things Mm -hmm. have come. You know, what had come up to me is there's no reason for you to be embarrassed mm-hmm. about who god's called you to be because of your past you know your past yeah. died yeah. as soon as you met jesus your past died like it's dead gone is no longer like it it no longer has a power over you and when you are planted in the place where you're called to be when you have holy ghost covenant connections those things don't matter, yeah. and those things can't steer your life unless you give them the ability to steer your life. And so as Buddy was talking, it just that's what came up to me. Specifically, like, there's—I'm mm, determining. There's someone that I was thinking of that we were talking about their past over the weekend, and this person has been so open, like, with some things that— had happened before Jesus, and there's this freedom that's on them now. Like, you know what? I did all this before the Lord. And someone we we're with other people, and someone was like, I wouldn't be admitting that. And this person was like, Why? This is before Jesus. Praise God for what he's done for me now. Yeah. Like that's the that's the reality that we should live in. Yeah. Like our past is not an embarrassment. So you missed it. Who hasn't missed yeah. it? So yeah. things have gone wrong. Who hasn't had stuff go yeah. wrong? So, you yeah. we were an idiot before Jesus. Who was not an idiot before yeah. Jesus? Like, mm-hmm. we were nothing before him. Yeah. Right. We all have stuff that yeah. we had missed and had fallen short yeah. of his glory. But, praise yeah. God, we now have an advocate and yeah. we're made yeah. brand new. Mm-hmm. So, that old stuff should not be anything that yeah. shames us yeah. or steers us when it comes to plowing into his love. We should take it as fuel for the fire yeah. and yeah. as a testimony of his goodness. You know yeah. what? I used to be bound yeah. in addictions, but God set me free. Yeah. You know, Marky yesterday morning was phenomenal with worship. Yeah. And it's not yeah. that like everybody in the room responded and it was just as like blow I'm not saying that. But for Marky in particular, she opened up worship. you're here so I can talk about you. She opened up worship just by testifying of God's goodness of what he did in her life and saying, you know, God set me free from self-hatred, set me free from oppression and depression. God has made me a free person and more than how... it impacted anybody else I watched it impact you yesterday way differently than worship's impacted you recently and you praised him from a totally different place but that came from you by by being willing to say that's done it's not ongoing it's dead and I'm not embarrassed about it I'm going to proclaim the truth of the goodness of God and I don't care who knows it I'm going to praise my
1: God for it yeah that's true there's there's a power, yesterday, um, there was a power in just me declaring, this is what God's done, there, our yeah. testimony. Like, um, if we're hiding our past, and, and you mentioned, like, before Jesus, that, you know, I, I asked Jesus into my heart when I was, like, five. Like, it was right there. So everything that I've done that's been stupid has been, like, with Jesus as my Savior. So it could have been last week that this happened, you know. So, But, like, the enemy wants us to be embarrassed about our past so that we can't testify of God's goodness. So that we can't say, look what God set me free of. Instead, we've all just been hiding it so much of like, yeah, God set me free from this, but I don't want to admit it because I think it's kind of still who I am. Right. Like this yeah. stuff that I've been testifying of, like I told, I'm admitted on the broadcast, like recently just with righteousness. Like I yeah. was bucking that. I was having a hard time with that. But like I admitted it and I had someone reach out to me recently and they're like, thank you so much for sharing that. I needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. we all, everybody watching, everybody right now, we all have a testimony that others need to hear. Yeah, yeah. And but we have to be able to see our righteousness of that's not who I am anymore. Yeah, Even if yeah. it was yesterday, if you repented, it's gone. That's not who you are anymore. Yeah. But there's power in our testimony.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. We could keep talking for a long time and we've already gone way <laughs> over. But I mean, this is family. Family yeah. sharpens one another. And I don't know if you guys could sense when the anointing came in, but the Lord backs his word, and he's here for you today. You know, any yeah. feelings of insecurity, any feelings of unworthiness, or whatever it's been, or you just, you know, maybe you're somebody that's hearing this and you're like, I just don't have that family. You can. It's just a matter of trusting him, seeking him, yeah. and allowing him guide you but any fear any feelings we're not our feelings we are led by the spirit of god the children of god are led by the spirit of god not the feelings of the flesh so today when we pray expect that god is going to do something supernatural in your life and amen father thank you thank you for your word thank you for your truth Thank you for your family. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just ask that the love and the grace of God be made manifest in people's minds, wills, and emotions now. Let their souls encounter the love of God. Let the peace of God reign and rule in their hearts. Father, let the seeds of today's broadcast produce clarity in people's minds. Let us know who you see us to be. Father, for those who are looking for a family of of God, Lord, they're looking for their planting. Steer them to the right place. Those who already are planted in the correct place, let the eyes of their mind be opened to truth. And let all deceptions fall away now. In Jesus' name, Lord, we receive your word. We expect it to produce a harvest. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, guys, thank you for joining
0: us today. Um, This has been a good broadcast. If this has blessed you, Mm -hmm. share it. Um, Mm -hmm. Spread the word. Honestly, that's one of the ways that you can sow into this broadcast is by sharing the word, Uh, getting the word out, Um, because this is something that people need to hear. Um, Whether we recognize it or not, this is something that we all need to grow in.
4: For sure.
0: Um, uh, But we also want to let you guys know, we sow this broadcast into you. Uh, We don't... Uh, ask you for a thing, all we ask you to do is be led, do what the Lord tells you to do and we want to give you an opportunity as we sow this into you, we want to give you an opportunity to sow into spreading the word, getting the word out uh, into the nations um, and uh, I don't know why I said it that way but I, I, I did it so we're going to move on um, <laughs> but if you want to give you can go to give www.org. we got Cash App Venmo uh, PayPal, you can text to give, you can give one time Give uh, recurring. We also have cryptocurrency. You can give crypto or NFTs as well. Um, But all of that's on our website at giveww.org. But we wanted to give you that opportunity uh, to sow into the word um, because we love you. And we know that as you sow, you reap. And so we want to give you an opportunity to reap. Yeah. And uh, by giving you an opportunity to sow. So we're going to pray over this offering to bless it. uh, And then, yeah.
3: Amen. Pray. Lord. Lord, bless every seed that is sown today, no matter what it is, no matter how big or small. Lord, bless it. Bless the obedience. Bless the heart. Thank you that there is a harvest coming quickly back into their hands. Thank Mm -hmm. you that the harvest is pressed down, Mm -hmm. shaken together, and running over. Thank you that this is a testimony to them.
5: In Jesus'
3: name, and bless every person who has shared this broadcast sown it into someone else's life lord bless them for sowing that seed as well yeah in jesus name and bless this word in everyone's hearts thank you that it brings a harvest thank you that the seed of this word brings a harvest in each and every person's life thank you that they sowed their time today that they sowed their time to listen to your word to (laughs) listen to it and take it with humility. To meditate on your word day and night. And thank you you that there is a harvest in their lives. Their lives are going up on the increase. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. 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 Also, something that just came up to me as we wrap up is, if you are in the Albemarle area, in the Stanley County area, or Cabarrus County, you know, all this whole area right here. Yes, it was, I I, 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 praise God I said that right. Uh, if, If you're... It's really high, (laughs) your hat's really high in your head. If you are in the area and you are not yet connected to a life group, a life group is designed for family. It's for this connection. So if you're hungry for connection, for family, uh reach out to how, what oh, just what just what, yeah. is, what is the best way for someone to to find out about life groups I can
2: email hi at what's right.com and we'll yeah. get information to you yeah
1: afterwards. do that get connected to a life group and family so any other announcements
2: We have our, here at Boomerang, we are going to be having a family cookout on July 24th. So come be a part. We are going to have hot dogs. People bring sides and desserts. And let me tell you, people at Boomerang can cook. So Mm. come. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so much fun July 24th after church. But don't just wait till after church. Come hang out with us that day because it's going to be child dedication. Pastor announced yesterday, wear comfy clothes. So Mm. I mean don't take that like to an nth degree like don't come in like weird pajamas but I mean come comfortable it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be great and then afterwards we're gonna have our family cookout so come be a part yeah. on July 24th yep. amen
0: amen, amen. amen. Well, we love yes. you
2: bye
1: bye bye, bye. <laughs>